Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. All right, well, we are live, praise the Lord. How you doing today? I hope that you're doing good, and I hope that you're excited to be here. I don't believe that you've tuned in by accident. I don't think you just happened to be here today. I believe that the Holy Spirit has drawn you in here today. You know, the Bible says, if I be lifted up, I draw all men unto me. And that's Jesus talking. And, you know, I believe that you've been drawn in here by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're going to have a good time today. we got a special guest speaker, Michael Studeman, with us today. And I believe that he's going to bless you. And I believe the Lord through him will encourage you today. And I believe it's just going to be a wonderful, wonderful time of the Lord. You know, you can catch us live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Time. And then, of course, uh, you can catch us live on Sundays at 4 p.m. Central Time. And you might figure that wherever you're at, all around the world. I know we have people listen literally all around the world. And so you can tune in those times. And that's American uh, Central Time there uh, to your time if you'd like to listen uh, to the live service like we're doing here today. Praise the Lord. So well, you, you feel like feel like if you want to catch those live services, you want to be there at this time. What was that, Sheila? Okay. And so also, uh, if you'd like to, you can catch the rebroadcast on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbeam, TuneIn off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer, uh, Pandora, Amazon Music. You can catch us on Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchaser, Player FM, Samsung. That's where you can listen to the rebroadcasts. Uh, but uh, if you'd like to, you can listen to the live uh, feed at those times. If you'd like to listen to the live feed, you know, praise the Lord. And, you know, if it's in the middle of the night, like I say, it's easier to listen to an uh, app there or something that you have on your phone. should be on just about everything that you listen to. Uh, so you might check those out. And we are, we're not on uh, YouTube today because I'm not able to broadcast on them both. But, but uh, you can usually catch us on YouTube. But we are live on Podbean today. And if there's some reason, you know, that I'm not on the uh, live podcast for some reason, I usually place a message on the uh, website at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com if I'm not here for some reason. And so you want to follow that, you know, so that you can get all the latest messages anytime that we have something new. And uh, so we're trying to make sure that you always have something to grow spiritually by. I think we have something like uh, nearly 450 podcasts that you can listen to on uh, jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com uh, there. And if you'd like to listen to those, feel free to go check those out if you'd like. I believe that they'll help you be encouraged and be blessed. And so feel free to check those out at, at uh, jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. You know, if you'd like to give, there's no pressure to give. And we don't, uh, you know, go trying to get you to give. But if you'd like to give, you can give at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. Hit the giving tab. Feel free to give. You know, Luke 638 says, give, and it shall be given to you good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. So if you'd like to give, you can't outgive God. But if you'd like to give, you can do that at uh, jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. Praise the Lord. So we're so glad we get to be here today. We have Brother Michael here today, and I believe it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful podcast today. I'm going to go ahead and pray, Michael, Did you, and uh, we'll get started here, and we're going to talk with him. Say, hey, Michael. Hey, hey. How's everyone out <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah, we got him today with us, and I believe it's going to be a blessing, and it's going to encourage you today. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. 
We thank you, Father, for your mercy today, Father. We thank you, Father, for your precious Holy Spirit being here with us today. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, just to speak to the hearts and minds of people listening today. And we just ask that if there's something that somebody's needing or if there's, they have a question about something, we ask that your Holy Spirit minister to them today, Father. And Father, we ask that you help no one to leave without getting something they need today. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit ministering to the hearts of people today. That thing that people, you know, you may think, well, hey, you know, nobody knows anything about. I've asked that your Holy Spirit encourage them in that area, help them to be refreshed. If someone's needing healing right now, Father, we ask that you help them to get the healing they need in this podcast, Father. And Father, if they're needing direction, help them to get the direction that they need in this podcast today, Father. And Father, we just trust your Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us in everything that we do today. Holy Spirit, we welcome you we thank you for being here with us today and we just ask father before we even go father we want to minister to you always like to minister to you thank you for taking care of our families taking care of us being so faithful to us that one today that doesn't think they have what they need we thank you that you have everything they need down the path that you have for their lives father you've already provided it and father we ask that you help them have what they need spiritually and what they need physically today and father we just thank you father for it in jesus name someone dealing with depression right now father we ask that you help them be free of depression after they leave this podcast in jesus name we just thank you father for touching that one right there I, I've, there's somebody with dark and i can see darkness over them father we ask that you set them free right now in jesus name father and we just thank you father for it in advance and we give you all the praise and all the glory for it in jesus name amen and amen well i'm so glad i get to be here with brother michael how you doing today michael i'm blessed to the lord as always brother <laughs> amen well you know we we're coming together today and we were spent some time i have a few questions i have that uh, sheila's going to ask you here in just a little bit here when she's wanting to add to the podcast a little bit i know that you have a particular subject that you're wanting to talk about today but you know i was uh, thinking today you know how god he gets us on a certain direction with our lives and he leads us in certain things you know can you kind of tell us a little bit about uh your podcast and how what kind of led to you doing the podcast uh, truth with duty yeah so you know over a year ago um god just led me to 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 get on and and do a podcast and and i had several people over the last few years you know telling me i needed to do one but i gotta have god directly really tell me and so i went to a conference last year and sure enough there was uh, someone there and they provided uh a medium and a platform for that. And then another person told me, you really need to look into that. And so I went into the meeting and was listening to, uh, I believe it was Andrew Womack actually at the time. And hey, uh, man, I like Andrew. yeah, <laughs> and it, it was just a funny thing. Um, I was like, Lord, if you really want me to do this, I said that this, that you're the one that builds the house. I can't build it. I can't, I can't start it. I can't build it. I, I can't do this if it's built on the agenda of Michael Studeman or anything that I want to do. I, this is completely of you guys. So if you want to do it, you will provide the way and you'll, you'll make it a confirmation. Right. Um, and so no sooner did I say that within 10 minutes, uh, I got a, uh, call from my daughter. She was trying to call me and I, you know, I couldn't answer the phone because I'm in this meeting at this conference and listen to Andrew Womack. And then 
Uh, and I, I'm like, well, my daughter knows I'm in this meeting. Why is she trying to call me? Well, then she texts me. And she was in the process of doing our taxes. And anyway, at the time, it looked like we were going to have to pay in quite a bit. And she goes, hey, I was able to do some itemized deductions with your properties and this and that. And she goes, great news. You're getting a refund. You're not going to have to pay thousands. You're actually getting thousands back. Well, she put the exact dollar amount of how much we were going to be getting and it just so happened to be the amount that I was told 30 minutes prior of how much it would be to get the equipment and get everything going for the podcast. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, so you, you think I, about there's a whole new, there's a mission field out there, you know, through these podcasts and there's a mission field through the social media. I don't think people realize how much of a mission field it is when you get out there in the social media. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And, and what, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, Satan's the, the uh, prince of and power of the air. And, you know, he uses the airwaves to get his message across. So, you know, the body of Christ that, you know, God's given us that authority to take them back, you know, in Jesus name. Amen. You know, and you think about the healing that God's done in your life, you know, it, it's amazing to think about how he can do that in so many people's lives that are listening today. You know, do you still believe he's the healer today, Michael? Every day, every second of every hour. Yeah, you know, and there might, might be someone listening today, you know, Michael, about uh, a neat and healing. Do you mind going over just a little bit about your healing? I know I'm hitting on a few things. And I know that we're going to get to your subject there too, but I just feel led by the Holy Spirit to talk a little bit about healing. Can you discuss a little bit about your healing at the beginning? Because I believe there, there's going to be many people get healed to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, uh, years ago um, in my, my early 20s, uh, when I, uh, I tried to donate blood for the first time. I got results back and it basically said I had hepatitis C, which we had figured out had happened from my blood transfusion from when I was uh, born. Uh, well, I went to a specialist. They, they were basically telling me and my wife, Gina, that most likely I, I wouldn't see past the age of 30. And uh, wow. they wanted me to come in and, and get on some pretty heavy treatment that was similar to what cancer patients get on. Uh, and at the time I said, nope, I'm not doing it. And I just quit going to the doctor altogether. And I said, you know, I had a miracle birth and, and, and God gave me a miracle birth and I, I survived. And if he's brought me this far, he's going to take me as far as he needs to take me and do with me what he's called to do. And so I lived that life. But at the same time, you know, I never did drugs. I never did alcohol. Um, but over the years, I didn't have the best diet. So I wasn't a good steward in my body in the fact that I, I ate fast food or ate sweets and ate things like that. Well, that was just as bad as if I had uh, drank alcohol or hard liquor on my liver. And so as, as the years progressed, the hepatitis C got worse and I suffered major symptoms from it. Uh, my liver got worse until I, I actually had to go back to a specialist and at that point, I was at stage four liver cirrhosis and fibrosis, past the point of what they say no return, where the, the liver can't regenerate itself. And, uh, and, and, and I'm right there on the borderline of, you know, when I would get a liver, be on the uh, liver transplant list. And at the same time, I had an enlarged liver and a large spleen. And that with the hepatitis C just, just made life very difficult. 
Uh, and then that led to having a lot of pain and issues and, and, and the chemical imbalance of my body because the liver cleans the blood. So it was like, you know, things were poisonous to me basically because it's not processing. And, and that led to an imbalance in my mind. And, and, and so I was dealing with anxiety and depression and, and even to the point to where uh, just um, self you know, I, just looking at destroying myself, even though I was walking with the Lord, I just not being 100% mindful of how I needed to be with that poisonous, you know, system. Uh, it led to me down to a path of emotional depression. You and, know, lots of people ahead. when they're, they're wanting to get healed, you know, they probably deal with a lot of depression, you know, and uh, it's interesting to hear you talk about that, you know, and, you know, when you don't get your healing right away, it's easy to kind of be in a dark place if you're not careful, you know, and you think about, you know, you, you have to kind of stand firm in your faith. Isn't that kind of true, Michael, about with your, your healing? Yeah. You know, you, like you said, you had to stand firm in the faith. You had to hold fast. And, and for me, you know, I, I, I would question, I, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to serve you, God. I'm trying to do ministry. Um, you know, why can't I get healed? I, I've gone before. I, I've, you know, gotten hands laid on me. I went to the elders. I, I you know, I've, I've done everything that I could think of, wow. you know, and, and nothing and, and, and continued years go by. And, uh, and so, you know, eventually, you know, uh, you know, when COVID came, the beginning of 2020, before we even knew it was here in the United States, I got, uh, you know, really bad sick, didn't realize I had COVID. And this was the second time that I came close to death's door. And, um, and fast forward into uh, late October going into uh, November, the Lord led me to go to a healing school in Tampa Bay, which was 20 something hours drive from where I live in Oklahoma City. And uh, I had to take a, a, a leap of faith to do so financially for my job and other circumstances. Uh, and I obeyed and I, you know, and I, I went to this healing school as God led me. And on December 10th, uh, 2020, God put me down on the ground and I experienced the joy of the Lord like I had never experienced in my life. And, uh, and he but between and within those two weeks, he had been working on me and working on me. And this was like that final hit to the ground. And I was emotionally uh, cleansed and healed. So it started in my mind and in my emotions. He took away the anxiety, took away the depression, and he just spoke to my heart and, and, and just told me wonderful things as I laid there in the in his fullness of his presence. It was so amazing. And when I got off that floor about 45 minutes or 50 minutes later, I was a brand new man. I had no more pain. The pain was gone. I, I knew there was a healing. I knew I had a brand new liver. I knew I had a brand new spleen, uh, which was a fulfillment of, of a promise the Lord had told me uh, two years prior. Uh, and uh, and I held on to that and came back. The doctors couldn't explain it. Uh, they said my blood work was equal of that of someone in their 20s, you know, and here I'm in my late 40s. And so, uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, I had family members doubt, you know, that it's like, well, you know, you'll, you, you'll see it. The fruit will be there. You will see the difference.
<laughs> That's powerful. You know, you think about it, you had to cooperate, though, with the Holy Spirit, you know, to, to get your healing. I mean, if you never stepped out, you know, acted on your faith, gone out to the the uh, gone to the healing school there, you know, you may not be healed today. And, you know, people listening, you know, you when he's given that testimony, you know, you need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You know, he knows what you need. He knows where your faith is at. He knows what you need to do to get your healing. And he's talking about how it took a little while, too. It kind of worked, you know, worked with his emotions, worked in him. Healing power was working a healing and a cure in him. But you think about, you know, it's like we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in everything that we do, you know. And I think that's where people miss on healing so much, you know, is learning to cooperate with him, you know, and what they're doing, you know, with your life. You have to cooperate with him to get the success that you want to have, you know, following what God would have you to do with your life. But you have to cooperate in, with healing. You have to cooperate so much to listen to that still small voice on the inside of you. You know, how do you speak to you, Michael? Did you give peace about going? Did you hear it through a minister? How did you hear about healing school? Uh, so I had gotten reacquainted with uh, Doctor slash Pastor Rodney Howard Brown of the uh, River Church in Tampa Bay. I, I had followed him when I was younger in the nineties. I uh, kind of uh, lost contact, and then uh, a young coworker of mine actually, you know, led me to check out his YouTube streaming that he was doing messages every night except Saturday night, and this was due to when COVID shut down churches globally. Um, that his church, he he was instructed by God to do uh, what's called the stand, and so I had started tuning into that. Uh, and, uh, and then Pastor Rodney just talked about they had a healing school that they do two weeks each month. And I was like, what is this healing school? And, and I, I, I didn't know what it was. And, but as soon as I heard him say the word, that's when the Holy Spirit spoke into my spirit and said, you need to go to this. And uh, without knowing the details or anything, the Lord spoke into me. And, and, and trying to figure out the logistics, the finances and everything. He gave me complete peace. He says, don't worry about anything. Uh, at the time I didn't, I couldn't really afford to take away from work because I'm hundred percent commission. And that was the highest times that we call payroll selling season when that was when I would make the bulk of my commissions. And so I would have to be sacrificing, not only putting up funds to travel, and stay two weeks, and, and you know, in another another state. But also, my hundred percent commission would be completely cut off because I'd be focused on this and not working. And so, it it, it was just like when Jesus told the man, "Get you know, get up, take up your mat, and walk." And and that form of action and obedience, uh, you know, it says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Well, my faith, I had to hear God's word. You know, you know, we get his written word. That was his rhema word telling me what to do. And then the action was me being obedient and, and going in faith, knowing the Lord's telling me to do this. I'm at peace with this. He's going to heal me and he's going to take care of my finances in the midst of it all. Amen. Well, you know, Sheila's on here, my wife. I don't usually have her on here, but I, she's on here with me today. And uh, she's going to ask you a couple of questions, too. Is that OK, Michael? Oh, that sounds great. Okay. I think she's there. I'm here. How are you, Michael? I'm doing good, Sheila. How are you oh, today? Great. It's always wonderful to talk to you. And I love hearing about all the incredible things that God has done in your life. And I know you have such an amazing, just powerful testimony of 
the incredible adventures you've had in faith and trusting God and the amazing things that God has brought you through and how God has used you in so many ways to touch other people's lives. And I know your new, po your new podcast is incredible. And I know that you are bold about your faith in God. And you're bold about what Jesus has done for you. And I've always respected that so much about how bold you are about telling others that Jesus can change your life. Jesus loves you. He cares about you. He has incredible things for you. And I respect your boldness so much. And so a question I had Amen. was about how you really stand firm in your faith and you hold fast to your convictions. And I just was wondering what that is like for you and how you're able to be bold with your podcast and with different conversations. And what's that like for you as far as really holding on to those convictions, especially with, you know, with our world today? What is, what is that like for you? Well, well, for me, it's, um, I, I, I'm not living for Michael Studeman, you know, I'm, I'm living in Christ and it's a daily walk in him. And so my desires are reflected that just like Jesus said, just as I and the father are one, you know, you, you and I are one. And, and so when I'm walking in the faith of my, you know, as my savior, Jesus, my relationship with Jesus it's actually more real than my relationship with my wife or my children or my grandchildren or my best friends. Uh, people get a little bewildered with that because it's like, well, these people you can touch and you can see God, you can't like, how, how can you say that? And it's because, because he knows me in an intimate way that as my creator and my savior and my Lord, that no human being on this planet can know me. And, and so when I walk with him and in that, his desires become my desires. Uh, his, his will becomes my will and he's my creator and manufacturer. And being connected to him, I understand my purpose and why I'm here on the planet. And, and, I, and that's involved in my daily activities. And it's not just on Sundays, it's just not on Wednesdays, but it's every day of the week. It's every week of the month and every month of the year uh, that everything that I exist in, it's only because of him. And so I exist solely for him and, 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 and we have that connection. And that's, to me, that's what separates Christianity from every other belief and religion out there is we're the only belief system that where we have a personal relationship with our creator. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that, weren't we, Michael, about how, you know, we have to live for the word, you know, and people that are Christians that flow in the power of God, you know, and it's important that we display that for the world by our convictions, you know, not, you know, we have to stand for the word, not for other things, you know, especially ministers today. You know, that's what I like about the truth with Studi. You know, it's it's just it's straight. It's a straight talk in your face type of uh, ministry. But it's uh, it's very it's got conviction behind it, you know, and you're willing to stand for your convictions of what you feel like the Lord's put on your heart. You know, I think that's powerful to think. Praise the Lord. Sheila, did you have any more questions? I actually do. But, Michael, I know that um, you may already have the next segment very structured. Uh, Jeremiah and I are very passionate, you know, about talking about pathways and how the Holy Spirit leads you, how God leads you. And I thought that was a wonderful to hear your story about how you were led in the pathway, 
you know, to pursue healing and how you have found these connections. So I know you touched on that. So I would love if you're ready to expound on anything about pathways and the way the Holy Spirit leads us and the way God leads us for those incredible connections and opportunities. However, if you're, you know, your next segment is very structured, I understand that as well. But I think anything you'd want to touch on with pathways can be very, very powerful. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and to me, you know, when you say pathways, I mean, first of all, you know, Psalm 23 says, um, you know, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Uh, and, and so those pathways that, that the Lord leads us in, um, when we are connected with him, it's always going to be in his righteousness. And, and then we get two companions. We have the, we have the two companions that follow us as his goodness and mercy will follow us Amen. all the days of our life. Um, and, and, you know, when you mention pathways, I, my, I, my spirit goes to Romans eight twenty eight. This is, you know, for in all things, you know, all things work together for good to those who love God and who, you know, that in all things, God works together for those who love him to bring about what's good with those who love him. So th those that are called according to his purpose, those who love him, he brings everything to work together for the good. And, you know, sometimes when we're going down that path and um, you, you, you experience the bumps of life and, and you get knocked off the path and uh, the, the trials and tribulations come, it, it's just, you know, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, knowing in our faith that Romans eight twenty eight is going to find itself in our lives that, you know, all of this is going to work together for the good. It's, it's like the, the baker, you know, he's, He's kneading that dough together. He's, you know, he's he's beating it up and he's beating that dough together and he's kneading it together and he's going to make a, a wonderful, tasty loaf of bread out of it, you know? Um, you know, so it's <laughs> it, it's being worked together for the good, you know? Uh, and, and that's what God does in our lives. And, and just like, you know, the pressure and the crushing that creates the diamonds, you know, or the refining that creates that beautiful gold, that's what we go through. And, uh, and, and, you know, doing it with Jesus is the only way to do it because, uh, you know, he knows our suffering and he has already taken that burden. And so we're walking in him with that pathway and, and just knowing that following Jesus, his word says, I am the way I am the truth and I am the light. And so, it, it, you've got the way, you've got the light to guide you, and, and you have the truth. And so without him, there you can't fail when it comes to pathways and, and believing in him. Yeah, you know, you think about uh, the pathways of getting saved. I, I can tell my whole testimony, but I'm trying to milk this for as much as I can. I don't get Michael on here every time, so I'm going to get everything out of him I can. <laughs> That's why my wife's on here too. We want to make sure and get everything out of it. We can. We really enjoy this. And so, what would you say when you talk about pathways? When you talk about your salvation experience, uh, can you tell us more about how that happened and how you got baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Do you mind telling us more about that? Yeah, that is kind of a crazy story. Um, just salvation-wise, you know, as, as young as I can remember, that you know, at the age of for somewhere around the age of four, I remember uh, walking into a church um, 
and just thinking this is where I belong. This is my father's house, even at the age of four. I, and, and mind you, I, I, I didn't have a dad growing up. I didn't meet my dad till I was 18. But uh, when I walked into a church, it was just like, this is my father's house. This is where I belong. And I just, there was a peace. And, um, you know, and as, and as I grew, I, I, I didn't get to go to church much until I, around, you know, like nine, 10. And I went down the street to a local Baptist church, just uh, walked down there by myself as a little boy. And, and, you know, being in a Baptist church, you know, I, I came to the, uh, <laughs> I came to the altar probably every Sunday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, not really truly understanding what I was doing at that time, at that young of age. And, but I do remember at the age of around 11 or 12, uh, uh, going to another church that I'd take a bus to. It was a little Assembly of God church. And and I, I remember just being moved in a way that, that there I would go to the altar many times and I would bawl, I would cry before God. And and I seen a young girl get baptized at one point and it just, it really made a, a an impact on me. And I, you know, I, I'd given my life to the Lord, but just truly understanding what salvation was and trying to work that out, you know, uh, and going into my teen years, you know, and I got a little rebellious in my teen years. I was kind of ornery, you know, and then, you know, thankfully, um, and my friend, yeah, as a freshman, I got uh, introduced to, uh, to uh, Christian pop music, Christian metal music, all these different uh, genres of music. And it really made a huge impact on me. Uh, and by the time I was a senior, I, uh, I became the president of uh, our Christian youth organization at our high school. Um, it was called uh, Youth for Youth. And I, I began to minister on Wednesday mornings and we would fill the classroom with both students and teachers. We would uh, lay hands on students, get see people healed. And it was amazing. Um, and then, you know, that was when I was you know, 18, 19. And then fast forward um, you know, uh, years later, um, about, uh, probably about six years later, somewhere in that vicinity, I, I, I was in a situation where I was leaving my job and I was, uh, driving in, um, almost a brand new, uh, 98 Ford F-150. It was one of the most beautiful trucks you could ever imagine. It was a midnight metallic blue. And, uh, I was well, driving that's, that's home. That's my favorite color, Michael. <laughs> oh, that's, oh man, I'm telling you, it was beautiful. And, uh, but the thing was being young and having two small children, I kind of bit out, you know, a uh, bite bigger than I could chew and was trying to figure out how to get out from under uh, the payment because it was too much. And I remember at the time, Gina, my wife, she, she goes, nope, you're going to keep that until you drive that into the ground. Now keep that in mind. So so that that was a word she given and not knowing that she was being prophetic at the time. Well, again, I'm driving home. I, I stop in an, a Burger King and I get a burger. I give a gospel track to the person in the drive through and, and, and I'm heading from Oklahoma City to Moore. And it's about a 30 minute drive. And I am just rejoicing in the Lord. And I'm going down the street. I'm uh, rejoicing. I'm going to eat my burger when I get home. Uh, and I was like, you know, thank you, Lord. It's been a great day. And I'm just conversing with the Lord. And then the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said, did you realize that 
this is the day of Pentecost, that over in Israel they are celebrating Pentecost. And I was like, oh, wow, I, I didn't realize that. And, uh, and, and, and the Holy Spirit just revealed that to me. And, and I was like, wow. And then all of a sudden, the Lord said, wouldn't it have been cool to have been there and witness what happened on the day of Pentecost in the upper room in Acts chapter 2? And I was like, oh, Lord, that would have been amazing. And then all of a sudden he goes, well, would you like to be baptized in the Holy Ghost? And I go, yeah. And then he spoke <laughs> verbally through my tongue. Michael Studeman was talking to myself saying, wow. do you want to be baptized in the Holy Ghost? And I said, yes. And it, it almost came out like Jamaican style, like you would be dancing to Jamaican metal drums. And it was like, do you want to be baptized in the Holy Ghost? Do you want to be? And I was like, yes. And the third time I said yes, oh, my goodness. I thought the rapture was happening because that's the only thing I could explain. The, the acceleration, the, the heavenly feeling that consumed my being. Um, and, and out of my mouth, just the, the these words came and... I had a full understanding at that split second when the word says out of his mouth came a two-edged sword and the, the, the power of the tongue being so strong in the spirit. And it was like, as I was opening my mouth, it was like nuclear bombs were just being let off and everything in the supernatural realm, if there was any demon or anything uh, not of God that was in the path of where I was at, that it was being slain in the spirit and being completely eradicated because of the power of God. And during this, I'm just driving. I have no control of my body. I've lost all control. So Michael Studeman is not in control. I'm not whole. I, I don't have any control of the steering, nothing. Uh, it is, it, I have absolutely no control. And I'm trying to figure out and analyze in my, my mind, my natural mind, why am I not flying in the air? Because evidently this is the rapture. When am I actually going to be going up in the air? <laughs> <laughs> and so the next thing you know, everything comes to a, a, a halt. And I, all of a sudden I realize the airbags have deployed and I get out, and at the time, I was actually nursing an injury. I was having to go to rehab with my back and shoulders. Well, when I was getting out of the truck, I immediately realized I was completely healed, my shoulders, my back. I didn't have any issues. And I got out of the truck, and that's when I had the realization I had just been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Wow. Praise the Lord. And you know yeah, right now, somebody there might be somebody right now. I feel the power of the Lord right now, and uh, you know there may be someone right now that's wanting to have that experience. You know, you can. Michael's talking about how the Holy Spirit just came upon him, and then he just started speaking, and the power of God just fell. You know, and you can have that experience right there where you're at today. Well, Michael, do you want to pray for him to have that experience right now? Sure, sure. Uh, for those that's listening, to the sound of my voice. God said to hunger and thirst for his righteousness. Right now, I pray for you. Just just ask him to come in. There's nothing you have to do that earn this. You don't have to earn it. You, you receive it. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. 
Just say, Lord, I want the same and filling power, the Holy Spirit yes. that Michael's talking about. I want the same and filling that Jeremiah and Sheila gets to experience, and the Amen. same same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I want the fullness of that Spirit that just like on the day of Pentecost hit the upper room and hit every disciple and every apostle and that birthed the entire church, that same Holy Spirit. Lord God Almighty, I ask that you would fill me right now with that Holy Spirit. Give me evidence and speaking in tongues. And just let it go right now. Just let it loose. 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 Let it Be filled. Be filled. I say fire now in the name of Jesus. Fire be filled in your heart. Fire. Burn it out, Lord. Burn them. Burn them, Lord, with your fire, with your holy fire. Receive it, receive it. Do not let any fear or doubt enter in. If you don't understand it, don't worry about it. Don't lean on your own understanding. Receive it. God has this free gift for you. He wants you to operate in his fullness of his power. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now. It's freely given, freely received in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Before we go any further, Hallelujah. I feel glad that you pray for healing for some people too. Uh, Michael, there's some people that may really need healing right now. So can you minister that while the power of God's moving right now? Or healing yes. for people listening today? Yes, yes. For those people that are needing healing right now and you've, um, you don't know what to do. Um, there's some of you out there. The reason that you haven't received your healing is you have unforgiveness in your heart. Right now, I, I, you just need to pray this prayer. Say, Lord God Almighty, right now, yeah. I ask that you would take everything in my heart and make it pure and clean, any stoniness in my heart, turn to flesh. If there's yeah. any unforgiveness in my heart, Lord God, bring it to the surface and I give it to you and heal me of that unforgiveness and heal my emotions, Lord. Amen. Heal my emotions yes. so that it will manifest in my mortal body and that it will be healed right now. Uh, there's someone with a retina. You, you, you're, you're dealing with, I, I believe it's a retina disease. Yet you, you may even have, I believe it's a detached retina. Right now, God's wanting to heal you. Just reach out and touch the Amen. hem of his garment. He's walking by you right now. Just touch the hem of his garment and you'll be made whole. You'll be made whole. There's somebody I, I'm seeing with a, a large growth. You have a large growth on your neck. It's it's on the left side of your neck, and it's just been growing bigger and bigger for some time now, and, and you're concerned about it. You haven't gone to the doctors, and you're concerned about it. Put your hand on it right now. The Lord wants to take it away. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Yes, you grow be gone. Jesus name. You, you alien body, get off of this person in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Uh, there's agree. someone, I, I believe you, you have sickle cell. Uh, you have a sickle cell disease, uh, and, and it's causing um, it, you, you have tremors, you have pain. Uh, right now, reach out. Uh, you don't have to have that. That's that's a blood disease, and 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 it it, it may have been and you know 
you, you could say that you got it from your father or your mother, but you are born again into Jesus and the heavenly father is your father. So you have the blood of Jesus. It's pure. So take a hold of that blood by his stripes. You are healed in the name of Jesus. You're, you are cleansed by his yeah. blood. Yes. And, and that weakness is gone right now. You're feeling that right hand and, and the pain is leaving right now in the middle of that, that the top of that right hand, the pain is leaving in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's somebody that you, you're, you have propecia. I believe that's what it's called. You you're losing your hair and it's causing you to have uh, just a lot of self value issues of, of how you see yourself. You feel that you're ugly and you can't, you, you can't handle this. Look, give, God sees you and he, you're beautiful and he has paid the price and the sacrifice so that you'd be healed right now. Lay your hand on the top of your head where, where that hair is coming out and, and God's going to heal it and restore those hair follicles will be uh, made whole. That disease, uh, tell it to go back to hell where it came from in the name of Jesus. You are healed. You're the healed of the Lord and speak it tomorrow. Get up and say, I'm the healed of the Lord. If you're getting healed right now, if you don't feel the healing, but you want to reach out and grab it, do it. You are the healed to the Lord. God Amen. wants to heal you. He's not any respecter of persons. He wants to heal you just like he did me. You don't have to earn it. You didn't have to earn salvation. So you don't have to earn your healing. God wants to give it to you freely as he did salvation. I know, I know three times that he's mentioned now about twice about depression and emotional healing. And I, I really believe it's going together. There's somebody that's really dealing with some emotional uh, healing they're needing. And uh, I really feel like it's a deep emotional healing. Father, we just ask for total healing for that person if they're in depression and if they're needing emotional healing. Father, we just ask for complete healing for that for them in Jesus' name, Father. We thank you, Father, that they're going to be whole from this moment on, Father. And we're going to have a new way of life. Oh and we God. just thank you, Father, for that. When they get up in the morning, I, I believe it's even it's going to take place overnight, and they're going to get up with a new, fresh sense of life tomorrow. Oh God, and, Father, we just ask for it in Jesus' name. We thank yes. you for your healing power, working a healing and a cure for him, for that person, of a he or yes. she, whoever it is. And we just thank you, Father, for it in yes. Jesus' name. We thank give you the you praise Jesus. and all the glory. Praise it's not Jesus. me and Michael. It's the power of God. And we just Hallelujah. thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father. Yes. We thank you for having your way in this service. Us. And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. You know, Michael, you've, you've had a lot of emotional healing and a, a lot of healing in your life with, you know, working through things. You know, you were talking about, uh, we, we want to talk about today with your message there about dealing with, you know, uh, basically with worth, self-worth and feeling righteous and how you don't feel righteous sometimes and walking in life. You were kind of talking to me about how you were going to talk about a little bit of that today. You know, I went through a little bit of that. I'll never forget, you know, just kind of before I have you talk about it there. Uh, I remember when I, I left to go to Tulsa, I just wanted to serve a Lord that you're, you know, you're so excited about serving a Lord. You want to do everything he possibly can to serve him. And you almost get legalistic if you're not careful. 
careful, you know. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget I was cleaning this uh, this uh, place at my work. You know, I would clean the floor for the Hobby Lobby. I was actually working at Hobby Lobby when I first moved up there uh, because I had transferred up there. And uh, I was cleaning the floor up there. And uh, I'll never forget that uh, I just I had to have every corner clean. I had to have every area perfect or I never felt like I pleased the Lord because I always wanted to do my best for him. You know, so I'd have condemnation if I didn't clean everything perfect in that building, you know, and I, if I didn't do everything just right, you know, and, you know, you were kind of talking to me about that, you know, how to overcome condemnation and, and things and having self-worth, you know, and having a good relationship with the Lord, you know, to where you don't feel condemned every time you do something. And uh, I'm going to let you talk about that for just a few minutes, Michael. But I, I, it's so important that we have the right understanding of our place in God and Him so that we don't feel condemned all day long and, and get to enjoy our relationship with the Father. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about that for a little bit, Michael. Sure, sure. Well, you know, talking about that condemnation, you know, Romans 8.1, it, it, it assures us, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So when you are in Christ, what's the secret? Uh, the, 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 what happens is, you know, Satan, he hates it when a, a, a creation, a human being comes to know the Lord and accepts Jesus as a Savior. And so what he tries to do, the enemy will try to come. He battles in the mind and he'll try to affect our consciousness and bring condemnation and so what happens is we are not resting and abiding in, in, in Christ because that's our identity. Uh, you know, Scripture says that when, when we become a, a Christian, when we become in Christ, it says that we are a brand new creation. All the old things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. And so what happens is we begin to believe the lie of the devil and our self-identity and where he's trying to go, just like he said to Eve, did God really say this? Well, he comes to us and says, you've got to do better. You're now a Christian. You've got to walk the life of a Christian. And he tries to get us to do performance-based salvation um you know i am in sales i i i sell payroll services and i am 100 percent commission if i do not do well if i don't have a good performance i don't get paid therefore i don't put food on the table um and so we get these ideas you know having performance-based jobs uh how we have you know you may have a salary job or an hourly job where Every three or six months or annually, you get a review by your manager uh, and it's all performance based and your raises are performance based. And so we have a system that we are rewarded based on what we do with our own actions. And what happens good, is Michael. we translate that and we put that transition that into our walk with the Lord. And so we're trying to put a natural principle into a supernatural principle that doesn't, that conflicts and doesn't exist. Because if you take, 
you know, I, you know, we've talked about it before when I, I was on your podcast about math and how I love algebra. Uh, and, and if you take an equation, if you multiply zero times anything, it doesn't matter how big the number is, you will get zero. And what happens is, is Christ alone, he's paid the price. Um, in fact, you know, in Hebrews 9, uh, verse 11, talks about Christ being the perfect sacrifice, you know, uh, and so says Christ is our high priest over all the good things that have come. And, uh, and what happened was with his own blood, it says that not, not those, not the blood of those goats and calves that the priest before him had, had sacrificed over and over, but Jesus himself, he entered the most holy place once for all time. He secured our redemption forever. Okay. And so getting that in your spirit once for all time. And so what does that mean? Uh, well, verse 14, it says, just think about how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciousness from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. The problem is if Satan can get you doing performance-based uh, good works in the Lord, and your focus is on not sinning, then then you're forgetting who your identity is in Christ, that you are clothed in his righteousness, and you're trying to take those clothes off and put your own righteousness back on, right? And by doing that, again, that's through our conscience and through those, those sinful deeds, then, then, then that opens a doorway for the enemy to use us and to say, look, and then you have condemnation. And the way you know that's not God is because God does not condemn his children. I don't condemn my own children or my grandchildren. I will convict them. I will correct them. The Holy Spirit and our conscience, he will bring correction and conviction to put us on the right path so that when we do mess up, he's faithful and just to, to you know, forgive us. And so we got to get out of that that performance based mentality uh, because what does it say in verse fourteen? So that we can worship the living God. So when we're so focused on not sinning and getting into the self righteousness, like you said earlier, uh, even to the point of legalism, then it hinders our worship to the living God. It hinders that walk so we can fully worship because in order to come into his presence, he says that you, you must be holy because I am holy. God's a holy God. And so if we're taking off his clothing of righteousness, putting on our own, then we cannot enter into his presence of holiness because again, we're going back to that. And so when that happens, when that Con condemnations come through the conscience. Just tell Satan to go back to hell where he's from. Um, you know, many times there there are people that will go, they'll listen to a sermon, and they'll they'll be determined. Well, you know what? I'm going to make a change. I'm not going to look at pornography anymore, or I'm not going to um, I'm not going to cuss anymore, or I'm not going to commit adultery or you fill in the blank of what sin that is that was dealt with in that sermon. And there are statistics that show those people that literally 
try to not do this, literally fall into the trap of committing it more so than if they hadn't even thought about it, if they hadn't tried to avoid that. And, and it reminds me, you know, I, I, I was talking to you, Jeremiah, the other day. It reminds me of uh, I took a motorcycle safety course uh, about 25 years ago. And I'll never forget when they were teaching us how to properly turn and how to safely turn on curves and corners and to navigate dangerous ground. They said, be careful where your eyes are focused because wherever you're looking, that's where you're going to guide your motorcycle and that's where you're going to end up. And oh, that's good. That's really so good. So if you don't want to crash, don't look at stuff. What is sin? Again, sin is missing the mark. Okay. The, the back in the day, the, the archers, you know, they would, they would shoot their arrow into the target. When they missed the target, it was called a sin because you missed the target. So if you're focused outside of the target and you're aiming, trying to focus to not hit outside of the target, what happens? Our eyes get fixated on outside the target. So therefore we're not going to hit the target. So religion comes in and legalism comes in. And so many of us have been ingrained in that where what maybe we have been raised up in the church, but unfortunately been taught these religious ideologies. And so that we're focused on the thou shalt nots and we get so focused on the thou shalt not. Oh, I failed again. Oh, I failed again. I, I'm not supposed to do that. When in fact, Jesus said, what two commandments? What's the greatest commandments? He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind. And then the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so when we focus on being abiding and walking in God and allowing his river of flowing Holy Spirit of living waters to flow through us and his love to flow through us, then the byproduct is walking in his righteousness and this path of righteousness, and we, we're not even thinking about the sins. We're not thinking about, you know, not crashing because wh where's our eyes fixed? It says fix our eyes on Christ. Fix our eyes on that, Jesus. <laughs> mind you, that scripture he talks about well, your eyes and how they see, and how if you see good things, you're, you're, you're full of light, and if you see bad things, you're full of darkness. You know, and it's, it's so important that we're seeing the right things to get the right direction. That is wonderful. We were talking about a sin consciousness and uh, how if you're, you're so focused on sin, that's the way you're going to go. You may be going that way anyway. It's kind of true with a uh, mirror on your car, too, isn't it, Michael? If you're looking in the mirror, looking backwards, and you're not looking forward. It's kind of hard to go forward, isn't it? That's right. And, and you know what? You know what the devil uses that mirror for? Uh-uh. <laughs> what does it say on the mirror? It says objects may appear bigger than what they are. <laughs> That's well, true. Is it, isn't that what the devil does? He gives fear, which stands for false expectations appearing real. And so That's he's true. appearing bigger, right? And he's got that loud roar. He's seeking who he may devour like a lion. But like we spoke in the last podcast together, you know, he's an old lion. Those old lions, they lose their teeth. They can't bite. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he goes about as a roaring lion. What is that scripture I was trying to think in Proverbs where he talks about how 
And the man saw the lion, and he he he, he was he was afraid when he saw the lion there, you know. But he, it has to do with how you kind of see things, right? If you see him as bigger than he is, then you know you're gonna and you create that picture that he's bigger. And he, I was, you know, I was talking about it on a podcast the other day about how we would go down to the lake, you know, and you know someone might start telling a ghost story, you know, and after they tell a ghost story, after a while, you know, we start looking for clicks in the woods and. <laughs> You know, a little twig gets stepped on or something. We're like, what What was that? You know, but, but we kind of build it up in it, our mind. Is it Proverbs 22, 13? You're talking about where it says the lazy person claims That's there's right, a yeah. lion out there. If I go outside, I might be killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's that's why a lot of people were through covid you know they just they heard all these things and it built fear in their lives you know and it's like after a while you know now people are getting more where they can they can go out and you know and things like that but fear gets built up in your mind you know in so many ways and if you're listening to all the the negative things out there you know it just kind of gets built up in your mind and it's so important to focus on the word you know and keep your eyes focused on the word and, and it, that's it, just like you're talking about focusing on jesus and not this other stuff because we're building up the, the wrong things being focused on the other things you know I, I, when i was thinking about being in that um in that uh, store you know and i just i was i had a good heart you know and there's a lot of people listening you have a good heart you're wanting to serve the lord you know, and you're, you're committed to him and it's just so hard for you, you know, because you feel like you're always messing up. You feel like you're never doing good enough. And some people that even makes them walk away from the Lord because they don't feel like they ever can measure up. And what Michael's telling you here is that, you know, you, you, you were accepted as soon as you got saved. The Bible says you were accepted in, in the first chapter of Ephesians. They're accepted in the beloved. You know, he accepts you just like you are. Of course, we're not supposed to go looking for sin, you know, but, you know, he accepts you just like you are. I remember what Marilyn Hickey used to say. She used to say, I could go out and go to a club if I wanted to. I could go out and drink all night if I wanted to. The thing is, I just don't want to, you know, and the more you fall in love with God and like Michael's talking about and you get closer to him, you don't want those other things because they won't satisfy what he satisfies for your life. Isn't that kind of what you were saying, Michael? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, it, it, it goes back to, you know, we were talking in Hebrews uh, uh, 9 there. Well, you, you fast forward to 10 and verse 2, it talks about, you know, if, if, if people could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped for the worshipers would have been purified once and for all time and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. Uh, well, that's what Jesus did. He's done it once for all, um, you know, and, and, and so because of that, we don't have to think about that. We don't have to get our mind on that again, you know, and, and, and here's the thing. I, I What it is, is it, God is not limited to time. He knows the end from the beginning, right? And so the one sacrifice made on the cross was for all time. So what does that mean? That means before you ever were even born, uh, that when you're born, that when you come to Christ, that all the sins you would ever commit, all of those are under the blood of Jesus. Okay. It, it's Good. just like, it's just like, okay, I, I got up this morning. I'm, I'm praising the Lord. I read my Bible. I worshiped the Lord. 
somebody cut me off in traffic and I, I called them a blankety blank and then doo -doo -doo, the trumpet, the rapture happens. Does that mean you're not going to go? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, well, well he, he, you know, Abraham, when he, you know, he, he, he uh, counted him righteous, you know, Abraham wasn't even saved. You know, he wasn't born again. Nobody had been born again, you know, because Jesus hadn't gone to the cross. So, you know, he wasn't perfect you know, in every way, <laughs> but God counted him righteous. And he gave us that same righteousness. When we got born again, he counts you righteous and the beloved, you know, that's, but that's powerful to think about for sure. You know, you're seeing the exact same thing there with what you're saying there about our sins being forgiven, you know, and, and there's somebody listening. I, I, I truly believe that they're going to get free today. <laughs> Praise the Lord, because they're, they're, they're trying to do everything just perfect. You know, trying to do everything. They have a good heart. They really want to serve the Lord. But, you know, it's you, you can be free in knowing he accepts who you are just like you are today. He accepts you. He knew you. He, he, he accepted you, the beloved, even before you even got saved. He knew, he knew all the bad things you did and all the stuff. Uh, I, Michael, I don't know about you, but I wasn't perfect before I ever dedicated my life to the Lord, you know. And uh, you think about today, he still loved me. You know, he still cared about me. And he still cares about you today, even if you've messed up, you know, and he still talked to you, too. You know, even if you mess up, you know, Adam messed up and he could still hear he could still hear his voice in the garden, you know, because God, you know, you know, his voice and he, he'll work with you and he'll get you on the right path. You know, even if you've gone far off, you know, he'll get you on the right path. But, uh, you know, it's important that you listen to the Holy Spirit. He wants you to have freedom and have liberty. There's freedom in Christ. You don't have to be in bondage to legalistic ways every day. You just get up and serve him and love him. You know, you can have a good, wonderful life just knowing that, you know, that he loves you and accepts you for just who you are. And he wants to talk with you. It messes up your fellowship so much when you feel like you have to measure up in every area. You know, and then, you know, I don't know about, you know, you, Michael, but I've had relationships where they want me to be perfect. You know, if I don't measure up in a certain area, then that person doesn't accept me, you know. But, you know, God's not like that. He has agape love. He's his unconditional love. It's not love based on a set of rules that I do. It's unconditional love, you know, and we're supposed to love each other that way, not based on, on conditions. But, uh, you know, yeah. unconditional love, that's how we're supposed to, he set the example of unconditional love, you know, now, you know, the people, they'll be like, well, you, you know, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. I can't be with you, you know, but God's not like that. He, he doesn't set conditions. He loves you just like you are, praise the Lord, you know. And uh, I, I've been in many <laughs> circumstances where if somebody, I've, I've upset somebody, they wouldn't even talk to me no more, you know, just by saying one thing or doing one thing, you know. But thank God, God's not like that, you know. And he, he's a God that just accepts and loves me for who I am, you know. If nobody else loves me, you know, I know God loves me. You know, and if you should realize that today, if nobody accepts you or doesn't like you, God loves you. And he wants to spend time with you every day. He wants to spend time fellowshipping with you. Michael talks about his relationship with God and how he just talks to him throughout the day. I love hearing about it. You know, and he wants to talk to you. You know, he says we're co-laborers together and he wants to walk with you. You know, Michael, do you want to add a little bit about your relationship and how when you walk with the Lord? What's that like on a daily basis? Is he, he just you just talk to him like you would a person? I I do. I, I do. I, I talk to him. And again, it it's so intimate because, again, God knows 
he knows me more than I know myself. And, uh, and, 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 you know, God, God's not this Zeus looking serious person on it. I mean, he's a personal, personal friend, personal savior, personal Lord. We talk together. We sing together. We laugh. The Lord will tell me jokes. I kid you not. He will tell me jokes and we will be laughing. And it's, it's just like, you know, sitting around like me and Jeremiah telling jokes and us just belly laughing. Well, you know, the Lord will tell me jokes. He'll tell me jokes, you know, and, and, and I was like, Lord, that's funny. Now that's funny. And then just sometimes just out of the blue, out of the blue, when I don't expect it, he'll just hit me with the spirit of laughter, with the spirit of joy and that's that new wine. And I'll get a little drunk and, uh, and it, it's just like, wow. Like I, if these people out here, you know, there, there's dispensaries here in Oklahoma on every corner and, you know, out, you know, you have your, you have your uh, liquor stores everywhere and these people are spending all this money and oh my gosh, if they could just taste uh, and see that the Lord is good and taste his new wine, there's nothing like it. N- none of those drugs, those high dollar drugs, the cocaine, whatever, whatever you can sniff or snort or what, like you got to snort the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, uh, he, he, we, we party, we party down hard. We put on praise worship. I get my granddaughters over here and we praise and worship before God. He'll give me wisdom, download wisdom and knowledge, understanding to, to teach my grandkids while we're having fun. They like to party with Papa, you know, and, and people think God's a killjoy. It's the exact opposite. Like you said, he gives liberty. There's liberty in the presence of God. Where the presence of God is, there is liberty. And where there's liberty, there's freedom and there's celebration. And, and you know, I was yeah. I was thinking when you said that, I, I remember Roberts Learden talking about when he was young, you know, and the Lord took him to heaven. And for those listening, you might choose not to believe or you might believe that. But uh, he had an experience where he went to heaven. And uh, it was an interesting thing. And he said when he got there, he saw all these things and he could describe them, you know, in detail. And uh, it was interesting, though, but one thing he did say when he was there, that he was spending time with Jesus, and they went over to the River of Life, and they got in the River of Life, and uh, he, was, he was talking about how Jesus would splash him, and they would just play. He said, and to this day, as he's gotten older and everything, how he, he still believes Jesus is his friend, you know, because he wanted to spend time with him and play. You know, and God is your friend. He wants to spend time with you, and He wants to enjoy you on a daily basis. He created you special, and He wants to do some wonderful things with you who are listening today. Praise the Lord. You know, Michael, I'm going to go ahead and kind of close out here a little bit, but I was going to have you pray for people to get saved and, and pray for them to rededicate their lives to the Lord. Do you mind doing that for me today? Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, so, uh, hearing the sound of my voice and and you're feeling lost. Uh, you, you've lost your path. You know, uh, my you know, sister Sheila said, you know, the pathway's earlier. If you've lost your path, if you've lost your way, or you, you've just never accepted Jesus, you know, and you're, you've tried everything else and it's not been the answer. Uh, Jesus is the answer. He, he's, he's the answer to every question. He's the answer to every problem. And only a personal relationship with him uh, is the answer. And so if that's what you would desire today, uh, say this prayer after me. 
Say, Lord God Almighty. Lord God Almighty. I receive you today. Receive you today. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. That you, Lord Jesus, are the Lord. That you, Lord Jesus, are Lord. And I welcome you to come in and be my Lord. And I welcome you to come in to be my Lord. As well as my Savior. As well as my Savior. Fill me and transform me. Fill me and transform me. Into that new creation your word talks about. You know, that new creation your word talks about. And lead me in the path of righteousness. And lead me in the path of righteousness. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Amen. Let me have what? a personal relationship with you like Michael and Jeremiah. Let me have that personal relationship like Michael and Jeremiah with me. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. Happy Praise birthday. The Lord. <laughs> amen. If you pray that prayer and you accepted Jesus, man, she would love to hear about it. Put it in the comments. Email us at Jeremiah Smith Ministries uh, dot pod, or Jeremiah S Ministries at yahoo.com. I get them confused there, Michael. <laughs> but, you know, uh, before we go, Michael, you, you said you're going to relaunch your podcast. Uh, I was thinking about that as you were praying there. You're talking about you're going on Podbeam too. You know, you're still, uh, you're still on your regular thing, but you're on Podbeam too, is that correct? And you're relaunching into the live uh, messages on Mondays, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, Monday evenings, uh, seven Central Standard Time, and uh, and and really, even if you just Google, you can Google the Truth with Studi, and uh, the Truth with Studi with spaces there, and Studi is spelled S T E U D I E. And, uh, and, and it'll show you iHeartRadio, it'll show you Spotify, but you can get on Podbeam for the live broadcast on Monday evenings at 7 Central Standard Time. And uh, we plan on having some really good times, um, having some interactions, uh, be having guests on. Uh, so yeah, so look, I, I definitely would love to have you on there. If you can't make it live, we, we, we will make the podcast available for replays. I have uploaded uh, quite a few of my messages, so they're all available as well on Podbeam as, uh, as well as the other platforms. If you have a specific platform in mind, uh, just um, it will be on there. If it's not already, uh, it, it should be on there before too long. So. Hey, man. Well, you know, uh, I have on our live page there, your your website there, the, the previous one. Can they still find your messages at your old website, too? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's they're, they're all active. Uh, the only reason I'm doing the relaunch is so that I can go live and have a little bit more interactions um, based on yeah. some requests I've, I've received uh, since I've launched uh, last year. And so. So yeah, so the, but both of those would work. Those platforms will work just fine. Do you do you have a place where they can find out the latest news that uh, they can find out about your podcast there? Uh, that that's that's going to be on the main site there on Podbean. So um, okay, stay tuned. And I'll be I'll be I'll be giving updates, announcing it. You know, uh, during those podcasts, uh, as more things become available, more resources and. Um, and, and uh, there'll be a 
possible branch off as well, where I'll be teaming up. Um, most likely, it looks like there's something in the works where there'll be an additional podcast uh, where I'll be teaming up with two other uh, two other uh, workers of the Lord, and it's going to be dedicated for parents and grandparents that are dealing with young children and. And uh, and I'll, I'll talk more about that as well as, as that time goes. That the Lord's opened the door to do that as well. So, Amen. Well, you know, as I get as I get that information from Michael on my live services page, you can go to Michael's uh, current uh, podcasts on there on his platform if you want to. I'll get the rest of uh, his information from him and as I, as he gives it to me, and I'll put it on there below it. So, if you're one of my listeners, I strongly encourage you to listen to his messages. He has some wonderful, wonderful messages, and he just serves up the truth like he did today. <laughs> Praise the Lord, and and he doesn't mind hold he doesn't hold anything back. He t- he's very bold about his Savior Jesus Christ, and that's what we love about Michael. And he'll tell you his stance on things, and it's just wonderful, wonderful messages there. And so, I encourage you to listen to his messages, and I believe that it'll be a blessing to you. You can also on my uh, Facebook, I usually post his messages as they come out, but uh, I hope that you check. Them those out. He's a brother in Christ, and he's also a good family member of me and Sheila, so we really, really strongly enjoy his stuff. So I hope that you check it out, and I hope it's a blessing to your life, praise the Lord, and helps you to grow more spiritually. Well, we've enjoyed our time together, and we look forward to having Michael on here again sometime soon. I hope that he'll come back to us as soon as he can there and tell us about the things that are going on with this relaunch, but uh, I think you definitely want to check his live podcasts out and check out these new things he's doing. I believe that it'll be an encouragement to you and your family. Pass it on to someone else. We'll, we'll post this message. Pass it on to someone else and encourage somebody today. Praise the Lord. It's so important in this world we're living in to encourage somebody and help someone to get saved today. Jesus is coming soon. And so you want to be thinking about somebody that you can be a blessing to today. Praise the Lord. We love you. God bless you. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.podbean.com. Thank you for listening.